On this episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about some of the new things at YouTube. And this episode is made possible by AWeber, the easy way to do email marketing for your business. If you want to learn more about AWeber, then head on over to raythevideoguide.com slash AWeber, where you can start for as little as $1 and start sending messages to all of your clients today. Should be an exciting show. Let's hit the music. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise, and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. It's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper on the Earn.show podcast network. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter for lots of great info posted daily. Yes. Lots changes, of Changes, <laughs> including changes at YouTube, but we've including got it on the show today. At YouTube. So, Steve, uh, let me ask you, uh, anything exciting happened this week? Uh, oh, yeah, that, that, uh, that guy with the orange hair. Yeah. No, no, no. It's yellow hair and an orange face. <laughs> oh, okay. Yellow hair and an orange face. Yeah, okay. I had it mixed up. Yeah. yeah Excuse so me. It was, uh, you know, it was a kind of a, a shocking, uh, no matter who you supported or didn't support, uh, it was a pretty shocking night. I think people were a little surprised by the outcome. Um, you know, honestly, I, I kind of wasn't. I, I actually uh, kind of predicted that people would sleep, the sleeper wind would come through, pardon the pun, and uh, that uh, Donald Trump would probably win. I thought he would actually win bigger than he did. Um, so I was surprised it was as close as it was. I, I really didn't think the polls were, were accurate in this case. And, and I guess technically they were because the actual vote count, uh, individual votes, was actually pretty close. So they weren't that far off. But, of course, where he got the votes was uh, certainly a bit shocking in some areas. So it was uh, an interesting night, to say the least. And... Uh, you know, regardless of whether you like the new president or not, or you supported his opponent, what was really interesting was to watch some of the things that were going on in the video world. Because yes. Facebook Live, there were people doing Facebook Live streams where they were just chatting and showing what was going on live. You had all the big networks using Facebook Live to stream out what they were doing. CNN had one. Fox had one. They were all over the place. Very, very cool to see all of those technologies being used, regardless of whether you're happy or sad about the outcome. Uh, the happy part of it is that the uh, video was being used and was a big, big part of this entire process. And really was throughout the entire election. There was videos going on all the time. So it was a very, uh, very interesting to see the way these guys were using some of their technology as they spent, are you ready for this, nearly Two billion dollars on this election for a job that pays four hundred thousand—that is hard to believe, but it's uh, completely accurate. That is how much they spent for this. So, pretty crazy Amazing. stuff. 
Yes. Crazy stuff. And and that's how I followed it uh, uh, on the night of the election. Uh, I followed it via social media and, of course, a lot of Facebook lives there. I uh, And, uh, you know, where I, I started thinking maybe he had a chance is when I saw that he uh, he got Ohio and Wisconsin. You know, <laughs> that I thought, oh, all right. Well, well you know, oddly, you know, the, the funny thing was uh, somebody said that night, they said, I knew Trump was going to win as soon as he didn't have Connecticut in two seconds. Because uh, usually, like in the last election, as soon as they popped up Connecticut's results you know, at all, it was like, boom, it was called for Barack Obama. And, and he said, when I saw that Connecticut was not being called immediately, I knew there might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was interesting. And, and, and you bring up a good point. It was fun to kind of follow for me. It, it really was. Being, you know, yeah, yeah. It really was to see, to see the technology in use to kind of follow uh, you know, what wasn't so much fun was to follow all the people who were <laughs> saying all sorts of crazy things all night long in, you know, depending upon which candidate they liked. But, uh, you know, that wasn't quite as much fun. But uh, it was certainly interesting to see the technology and all the all the great uh, video technology in studio as well. Some of those guys really put in some effort into some of those virtual studios they were using. So from a, a technical and video standpoint, it was a very interesting night, to say mm-hmm. the least. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So hopefully you're either, if you're happy or sad, who cares at this point? It's over. We now need to come together and uh, try and make this, uh, you know, make this whole thing work. So I hope that everybody can do that. And, uh, you know, I think we can. And I think uh, it'll be a better place because of it. So we'll just have to see how it goes. Although I thought, you know, the day before the election, he had no chance and he double hockey sticks to, <laughs> I, I just until i started seeing the results come in ohio and wisconsin i just thought he had no chance yeah. uh, well and the fact that know, he got pennsylvania which was kind of a shocker yeah, and, yeah. and he actually ended up you know the ohio was supposed to be the big swing state and he actually won big there so it uh, yeah. it really yeah. didn't end up being that that close as far as that goes but you know it's definitely a, a very split decision there's no doubt about that in fact, I was looking today, they, they haven't finished doing all the vote counts, but it's almost tied. I mean, it is literally almost tied on how many votes each of them got individually. Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy to think that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's the second time in, in just a, a couple of elections that we've seen that happen. So, Yeah. Yeah. Wild, wacky stuff. Some weird, wild, wacky stuff there, yes. But of I course, don't think... I don't think Chad will be hanging this time. No, no, we don't need to worry about Chad hanging around. The the patron saint of, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but the patron saint Chad is the patron saint of gracious losers, which was a very ironic thing. But And for those of you listening who are too young to know what the heck we're talking about, go back and look at the 2000 election and the word hanging chads. And you'll understand what we mean. But, of course, we're not here to talk about hanging chads or Donald Trump's or Hillary Clinton's. We're here to talk about video marketing and, of course, some of the changes that are coming to YouTube or that have already come to YouTube, actually. And uh, there's some pretty interesting things. And we kind of touched on them in our little uh, chat at the beginning of the last episode. But I wanted to get a little more into some of the changes that have come into YouTube because there have been a few. There's one big one that's happened recently, but there's been a few others that have uh, come about in the last couple of months or so. And so I thought it would be good to kind of hit some of those up and, and really talk about what's going on there and what we can expect out of the future. Because at least in one case, I see something that really brightens my day because I see a future 
change in YouTube based on something that they've already done. And I think everybody that does video marketing will be very excited about that. Uh, Tommy Powers, if you're listening right now, you will be excited about this one if it actually does come true. So there we go. And uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is the big one, the big change at YouTube that actually happened, oh, while I was on vacation. Literally, I, I went on if vacation. If you're in need of a dentist, you that, probably so have a, a lot of... Here. I was actually on vacation, and when I came back, I noticed a big change at YouTube, and I'm like, oh, what is this? Well, if you go into your YouTube right now, open up a video, you'll notice that below your video... They've kind of changed the little icons that were down there. They're, they're a little more square looking now. And you've got the edit icon for your info and the enhancements and all that. Well, if you go on over, you'll notice that the fourth one over now says end screen and annotations, not just annotations. And I noticed it right away because the icon is a little bit different. Well, if you click on that and you open up your video, you've actually got a really cool new tool inside of your YouTube channel this that year. allows you to do some really cool things. And I apologize, I'm kind of looking at it as we do this, and every time I do, it, it keeps playing the video. So if you hear that, I apologize. Well, what we've got now is we've got the ability to put end screens on your videos directly inside YouTube. Now, for most of us that are video marketers who've been doing this a while, we've probably already been kind of doing this already. Because what most of us do is we go into our videos when we create them, we put an end screen on the video, and maybe we take a clip from another video and put it in there and have it play a little bit as an animation. And then we put annotations around them inside YouTube. Well, YouTube noticed, I think, that we do this quite often because now they've given you the ability built right into YouTube to be able to add those end screens to your videos. Now, the one thing that I will say there's... One minor caveat to this, the way that this works currently is it puts it on the end of the existing video. So in other words, let's say you have a 30 second video of somebody just talking. If you put the end screen on that, it's going to put it on anywhere from the last 20 seconds of your video. You can choose 10 seconds, 5 seconds, whatever you want, but it's going to do it somewhere in that last 20 seconds, which means that your end screen will actually be sitting on top of whoever is speaking. So you want to be careful with this. And one way to, to, to kind of counter that is if you make a video of somebody talking for 30 seconds, put a 20 second screen at the end. It doesn't even have to have anything on it. It can just be a, a blank screen. Just put it on the end. And that way, when you add your end screen to those 20 seconds, they'll be on that nice background. So maybe just a, an animated background or an animated background with your logo at the top, something like that, and just stick it on the end. You don't have to do anything fancy with it at all. Just give it some space. Um, you could even get away with just putting a piece of black, you know, just a, a piece of blank black video at the end would, would probably work just as well. So what you have here is when you go into YouTube and you go into these new end screens is it works very similar to the way annotations work. And one of the cool things is they've actually added a whole bunch of templates in there. So for instance, if you go in there and you decide you want to add an end screen, there's a little button that says templates. And inside there are a whole bunch of templates that you can choose from. Some of them have four videos on the screen and you can choose which four videos or you can let YouTube randomly choose four of your videos. You've got some that have one video on one side, one video on another and your logo in the center that is actually a subscribe button. There are others with one you know, upcoming video. And again, you can choose what video they show or 
you can allow YouTube to just randomly choose a video. So it's very, very cool. Great way to get people to watch more videos. And like I said, it works just like annotations. So it's not a hard thing to do. You can actually come in there and modify these. You can create your own. So if you don't want to use one of the pre-built ones, you can actually go in and you can add an element and you can actually add links to your website. So it doesn't have to be to another video or a subscribe link. You can actually add your own link to your own video or excuse me, to your own website as long as you've got it connected. Now, why is this exciting? It's exciting for a couple of reasons. The first one being that you can now very easily add those to the end of your videos because I know one problem that a lot of people have is they want to be able to do that. They want to be able to showcase their next video or the next two videos, but they have to do it in their video editor, which means that they have to put a background, they have to get a clip of video, they have to shrink it down, put it on there. And a lot of people don't know how to do all that stuff. Now it's as simple as the touch of a button right inside of YouTube, much, much easier than trying to do it yourself. The other reason that I find this to be really exciting is that annotations, since they came out, have had one major flaw. And that major flaw is that they don't work on mobile. Not at all. Not in the YouTube app, not in a mobile browser, not in the Facebook browser. I mean, it just, they don't work. They work on the desktop. They didn't work on mobile. Now, fast forward to these end screens. Well, guess what? These do work on mobile. And it proves that annotations could work with mobile. And I'm hoping and praying, and hopefully many of you will join me in these prayers. We'll have a vigil at some point in time. We're hoping that this means that they will start to implement these annotations inside your videos that will work on mobile as well. Because this really does prove that it is possible because you can have you know a video that you click on. You can have this, and it works on mobile, so there's no reason that annotations themselves couldn't do the same thing. And I'm really hoping that they will update those and make that possible, because for many of us, it's a great part of our business, and the, the fact that it doesn't work on mobile just kind of cuts into that business, so we really want to see that take off. And the other thing, too, is you know we had a lot of hope for YouTube cards, and unfortunately, YouTube cards have not at least not yet, proven to be as effective as we hoped. Uh, they're great, they work, but not a lot of people click on them. The annotations, people clicked on a lot more. And so we're really hoping that YouTube is going to catch on to this and go, you know what, let's make the annotations clickable. Let's even add some of these templates like they did inside of the, uh, the end screen. So it's very exciting for us to see that happening. And I hope that they really do make that change because I think that would be a very big deal for a lot of video marketers. Um, you know, and, and guys, uh, as we are doing this live, if you're listening to this on a podcast, of course, it's not live. But if you're listening to us live right now, and I can see there's actually quite a few people listening, feel free to put your, in, your own uh, questions about this or your own opinions on this, because I think it's going to be a big change at YouTube. I think they're going to do that. And I would love to know from you guys, do you think that they will make annotations mobile now that we know that there is the ability to do that. So comment below on that. And if you're watching this as a podcast, comment on that inside of, uh, you know, the, whatever, wherever you're seeing it at, whether it's on YouTube or on Facebook, put a little comment on there. Let us know what you think. Do you think they will make these annotations mobile at some point in time using some of the stuff that they have with these? Now, one other change that I want to talk about is that inside those end screens are your original annotations and I'll be honest with you, the first time I opened it up, 
I got really excited because I thought they had changed annotations too, but they haven't. They're the exact same. You just have to click a little button at the top. You can choose on that page between end screens and animations. And of course, there's a little little uh, info icon next to annotations. And it says annotations and end screen elements can be used in the same video. Uh, oh, no, that's not the one that I wanted to see. There was one that before that said uh, that annotations do not work on mobile still. So that was kind of sad. But hopefully at some point they will change that and we'll be able to... Uh, start using them on mobile. So now there are a couple of other changes that have come along. This one actually has been around for a little while, but it's one that confuses people. So I wanted to, make, uh, to kind of address this. Uh, inside of YouTube is, of course, YouTube Live. YouTube Live is something that a lot of people are using to be able to get better rankings. They're taking existing videos and instead of uploading them, they're putting them through YouTube Live. They're using programs like OBS. They're using programs like Wirecast. They're using programs like Livestream Genius. And I wanted to clarify something that can be very confusing. When you create a live, when you want to do a live video, you actually create what's called a live event. And that's actually different than your live stream video. The live event exists before the live video exists. So in other words, you can create a live event that doesn't have a video and then you stream your video to that live event. So it's a little confusing. It didn't it, it wasn't like this before or at least it wasn't as noticeable. You would create your live event, you would do your video, but now people separately create the live event and then they stream a video later and what we're finding is that the live events rank extremely well. And so what people are discovering is they're creating these live events before they even have a video and those live events are starting to rank before they even put a video on there. So just so you kind of understand that live events and live videos, they're slightly different, but they're part of the same family. But you create a live event and then you stream a video to that live event. And I hope that kind of makes sense because it is a little bit different than it used to be and it can certainly seem uh, a bit confusing. Now, a couple other things that... Uh, we want to talk about is YouTube is also adding a new feature that allows you to do better commenting. And what what I mean by that is they're kind of, I don't know if they're taking on Facebook. Steve, what do you think about this? Do, do, have you heard about um, this yet? Hold, hold, hold on. I, ha I had you on mute. Yeah, I, I, I follow all this stuff and uh, I think they're taking on Facebook. That's That's my take on the whole thing. Yeah, and I think they are too. And, and what they're basically doing is they're going to be adding very Facebook-like chat features inside mm -hmm. of, of, of YouTube so that you can kind of have, <clears throat> excuse me, have these conversations that are going to be very similar to that. Now, that's not out yet. That's coming in the future, so you have to kind of hold off and, and wait for that. Um, but when it does come out, I think it's going to change the way a lot of people do things. Do I think it'll take over Facebook? Probably not. Uh, I think Facebook's video features are more likely to damage YouTube than YouTube's Facebook features are going to damage Facebook. That's just my opinion. But, uh, you know, as far as Facebook video goes, it's still not even in the same hemisphere as YouTube videos. So I don't think YouTube has too much to worry about. But uh, that is something to think about is the fact that, uh, you know, the Facebook video is starting to eat away a little bit at some of the YouTube um, videos just because people are putting them on Facebook Live and things like that and doing things very quickly. 
But uh, just a small change that's coming there. And I shouldn't say that. It's actually a pretty big change that's coming there, but one that uh, hasn't happened yet. So you'll just have to pay attention. Hopefully we'll learn more about that as they make their changes. But that is coming. Better commenting, which is something that YouTube desperately needs. Even though they changed the commenting system in their latest updates back about two years ago, there's still a lot of craziness there. It's still not easy to keep up with a lot of it. And there's a lot of spam and things like that that goes on. And a lot of hatred that goes on there, too. Yeah, yeah there so is. Well, and, hopefully and, and, that'll and, stream some of that out, but uh, we'll have to and wait that, and see. Oh, sorry. And, and, and at the end of the day, it is a social media site. Uh, it's a social media site and a search engine. Uh, so I think Google wants it to, uh, you know, to beef up that social media site. And, and that's, that's why, they're, why they're doing this. Yeah, and, and another change that actually it's been around for a long time, but I want to mention this just because nobody seems to know that this exists. And that is inside the back end of your YouTube, there's actually an area called Create. And inside of there is the video editor. People have used that before. It's not the greatest editor in the world, but it allows you to edit some videos. But one thing that's in there that a lot of people don't realize is there's an entire audio library and a sound library that allows you to use music and sound effects in your videos that are perfectly legal inside of YouTube. Now, a little caveat there, supposed to be perfectly legal inside of YouTube. I've had a lot of people say that they've used some of YouTube's library music and gotten flagged for it. Why that would happen, who knows? Uh, I haven't heard about that happening lately, but it is something that has happened in the past. But I just wanted to talk about that because it's something that people don't pay a lot of attention to, but it is there and it's there for you to use. So if you're ever in need of some music and everything, check that out because they've got a library in there built in for you, ready to go, that you can actually uh, pull from right away. So that's another thing that we wanted to mention. Now, one other thing that has changed um, fairly recently, not, eh, not, not super recently, but a little while back, is inside of your channel area inside of YouTube, they've changed the interface there. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago a little bit, but they've changed the way it looks. And quite frankly, I think they've changed it for the worse. But uh, it, it, basically, they, they used to have a nice little list that you could go through on, on all of the different things. And now they've got these little boxes that give information in each one. And I find it a little hard to, to keep up with. It's, you know, you're looking around and trying to figure it out. But all of your stuff that was normally in there, like turning on monetization, turning on your longer videos... Uh, adding external annotations, things like that are all inside of this area. Custom thumbnails, paid content, if you're doing any paid content, which on YouTube, not really many people do, but it is in there. The video editor, uh, embedding of live streams, if you're eligible for that, is in there. The live streaming information, unlisting and private videos, you can turn that on inside of there. Uh, uploading, obviously everybody that gets this can do uploading, and your fan funding is in there, as well as anything that deals with uh, content appeals and things like that, and also your com content status and your community guideline status is in there, so you just want to go in there and kind of pay attention to what you have there, because it can be a little confusing with all these different things in there. Drives me nuts. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it's kind of weird, um, and, and this is not a new feature, but I want to make everybody aware of this. Upload defaults. This is something that never gets used by most people, but if you upload videos that are very similar all the time, you know, maybe they are all going to be public. 
or they're always in the same category. Uh, maybe they always have the same title or part of the same title. Maybe in your description, half your description is always the same. Your tags are always the same. Well, Upload Defaults allows you to automate that so that every time you upload a video, you can automatically have it set for public. You can automatically have categories chosen. You can already automatically have the license chosen, part of the title put in there, part of the description put in there, your tags already in there, uh, you know, and, and a bunch of other things as well. Video location. So if you're always posting video for the same company, you can have the same location all the time. And it just makes life a little bit easier. Now, one little secret, this has nothing to do with what's new at YouTube, but if you go and you check out uh, TubeBuddy at, at TubeBuddy.com slash RayTheVideoGuy, you'll be able to pick up the, the free version of TubeBuddy, and that actually gives you even more possibilities so that you can have multiple defaults and then choose one of the defaults when you go to upload. So if you've got three different types of videos you typically upload that do three different categories or three different types of descriptions, you can have multiples of these defaults in there. So check that out if, if that uh, appeals to you. If it's something you should use, it can save you a lot of time. Now, the other things that, that are in here, some of which have changed a little bit, is in the branding area, you can only add a branding watermark now. They used to have other tools in there, but that's the only one. Simply hit add a watermark. You can add your watermark in there. They do have what's called featured content, and that allows you to feature a certain video or playlist, and you can also have a channel ad. And what the channel ad is is literally something that would showcase your channel. And, you know, it can help to bring in new viewers um, if it gets picked up. So you definitely want to check that out. Now, the featured video, I want to talk a little bit about that because... It's not a new feature, but it is something that people don't pay much attention to. They don't know is there. And what I've discovered with this, you know, I was putting out a lot of videos on one of my video channels and I had um, a video, one of my videos set as the featured video and I hadn't really given much thought to it. I just kind of chose the video that I thought was best and then kind of forgot about it. Well, I kept noticing that in my AWeber account, I was getting subscriber, 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 subscriber to this one list. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, why are so many people opting into this list? Where are they even getting it from? You know, I'm, I'm not actively doing anything. Well, I finally figured out what it was, is that featured video that was showing up on all of my other videos told people to go and opt in on for a free download. And so all these people that were watching this video were clicking on that and then opting in for the download. And that's where all that traffic was coming from. So it can be a very powerful tool. Even if you don't realize you're using it in that way, it can be a very powerful tool to get people to watch a certain video that's in your channel. So check those out. That's the featured content area. Again, not one of the new features, but definitely something we want to uh, kind of show you because it is a, an important feature that can really help. And uh, of course... You know, if you haven't messed around with the translations and transcripts, you can go in there and check that out too. That allows you to do exactly what it says, do translations. Um, you know, you can, you can do uh, add contributions that people put to it. You can put transcriptions to your videos, etc. So it's something you definitely want to pay attention to if your goal is to really do some great videos and uh, allow them to be in different languages and allow them to have uh, some of the subtitles and things like that. So that's something you'll definitely want to check out. So that's pretty much it. That's all I really wanted to, to get into. The main one being the new end screen feature is one that we really wanted to uh, showcase because it is a very, very good 
uh, way for you to be able to get more people to more videos, keep them on YouTube longer, because we all know session time is king. If you want to rank your videos, you want people to stay on YouTube longer. So if you use those, it's going to get people going from video to video to video. And, uh, you know, you'll just keep people there longer and it'll, it'll help that first video that they came to see to rank even better. So there you go. That is our new YouTube stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, yeah, wild, wacky YouTube stuff. Some weird, wild, wacky stuff. Yes, yes. I, I, uh, I took <laughs> notes. So uh, I, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get those in, the, in, in there. And, yes. and, and that, and that, the, we'll, we'll get the, the thing in the thing. In there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get that stuff in the thing, so that'll that'll work out well. Now, do you have a mindset matter? I do, it- of course I do, of course I do. Now, as we all know, oh wait, we've got. Do we have a mindset matters bumper? We do. All right, good. I'm going to play the little mindset matters bumper here. So here we go. And now, mindset matters. All right. So for today's mindset matters, I want to go back to the world of podcasting, and we've talked about podcasts here before. And some of the ones that we like to listen to, such as Pat Flynn's podcast, he's got a couple of them, Internet Business Mastery, etc. Well, one podcast that I really suggest that people pay attention to and check out is the new Tony Robbins podcast. Now, this is a very cool podcast. It uh, has Tony Robbins on there, and it also has other people on there talking about various things that can help you to improve your life, improve your business, improve, improve your relationships, improve your health. And it's a very, very neat thing to check out. They'll bring in special guests that will do an entire podcast. So it's almost like, uh, almost like guest blogging on a, on a blog website. You know, instead of Tony being the one doing the podcast, oftentimes somebody else is doing that episode of the podcast. And so it's very interesting to hear all the different perspectives from all those different people as they talk about their particular specialty. And of course, you learn a lot in all those different areas of your life and hopefully uh, use them so that you can, uh, you know, improve. So I highly recommend you check that out. Tony Robbins podcast, just search it out on iTunes or SoundCloud or any of those other places that you like to grab those from. So Yeah, that's right. You all just Google it and you'll find it because it's out there. Yes, you will. Very easy to find Tony Robbins out there. Just like the radio show about video, Video Marketing Madness with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper on the Earn.Show Podcast Network. Today's program made possible by... Made possible by AWeber, the easy way to do email marketing for your business. Want to start sending monthly newsletters? Want to start sending offers to your clients? Well, now you can do that with AWeber. You can even start for as little as $1. Just head on over to raythevideoguy.com slash AWeber and get started today. Hey, let's wrap it up with that uh, beautiful music. Yes, yes, here it comes, the beautiful music. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 